0: This is Puck Yeah, New Zealand's hockey podcast with hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury, bringing you the best stories and interviews from down under. David Clarkson is a Toronto Maple Leaf once again, but that's not the biggest news this week. And I hope I haven't lost you already by mentioning the Maple Leafs. No, we have some pretty big news here at Pakeha this week. We're actually going to get straight into it. Uh, This is, I mean, for us, this is massive. Um, Andrew Hay has played 72 games with the New Zealand Ice Blacks. He's been representing his country um, at the senior level, New Zealand Ice Hockey for 15 years, been a winner for Korea. And I got a message the other day on facebook and he's like hey man um yeah i've decided i'm not going to commit to iceland and therefore i won't be playing winter games as well basically you know basically freeing up that spot for you know a younger you know, a younger player to come through and you know maybe try and crack the lineup which you know very admirable of uh, andy to kind of I step aside like that he's doing things on his terms which is the way you want to go out you know and he's a great guy uh and he's given us this opportunity to have a chat with him and just to talk about his career so here is my interview with uh andy hay and then i'll be bringing in joe afterwards to kind of uh, you know discuss it and just uh try and wrap our wrap our heads around the idea of uh new zealand ice blacks without andy hay All right, Andy. Hey, thanks for uh, joining Pike here. Uh, we obviously, we got some pretty big news. You're stepping back from the Ice Blacks uh, for international duty.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, we, had a, we had a pretty good campaign back in April, uh, pretty good winter games last year, but um, just feel that the uh, the timing's right to, um, yeah, to step aside from uh, the Ice Blacks and international hockey and it uh, gives me a bit of time to focus on other things. And yeah, um, do some other stuff. So, uh, yeah.
0: Obviously, because you're quite the, you know, understandably, you're quite the family man yourself. Step, You know, making that kind of decision uh, can't have been an easy one. Is that something that's been, you know, weighing on your mind for a while now?
1: Yeah, it has been. I I think as you sort of go through life and, um, you know, your priorities change a bit, it's always always fun to be part of a team and, um, you know, through the trials and tribulations of you know the successes that you have, but um yeah. at the end of the day uh, you know it's just something it's, it's a hobby and it's something we enjoy and you know uh, for the last week we've just tried to really save every every moment of it, but um yeah no it's uh looking forward to to the next steps really yeah,
0: that's big man like i mean you I know you you might play it down a bit, but like Andy Hay, not on the ice blacks, that's pretty monumental
1: to a lot of the fans out there. <laughs> uh not really um <laughs> you know um yeah i was just 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 fortunate to i guess you know being a a, a part of uh you know uh, nZ hockey history that uh, went you know from uh you know leaps and downs from when I first started to to where it is now and just in terms of the 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 team and the level of competition we're playing at and um yeah just just really happy to be a part of it
0: Speaking of that, having you know you represented New Zealand for like the past fifteen years, uh, you're known as the most capped ice black of all time. Going into it as a fresh face kid, to now, what state are you leaving the team in? Do you think?
1: Oh, I think um, there's that old mantra, you know, you try to leave the the jersey in a in a better place than, than when you picked it up. Uh, I think that, um, like I alluded to before, when I first entered the um, the team environment, there were um, uh, I guess, differing levels of uh, commitment and uh, skill level and all those sorts of things. But uh, over the years, we've certainly developed um, our hockey sense, uh, our, our, our ability to compete. But I think the most um, important aspect of our, our game that we've uh, really improved on is just our consistency, uh, showing up to tournaments and um, you know performing night after night, which is what you need to, uh, to get those five wins and, and progress up. The ranks in terms of promotion so that's probably the, the one area that we've really picked up on um, obviously with the, the NZ IHL and getting a lot more games throughout the season junior players being and some, some senior players being based uh, overseas in the, in the summer months all those things um, add up and um, really contribute to those sorts of things
0: yeah, speaking of that consistency, uh, obviously you know the Ice Blacks have kind of been knocking on the door the last few years, coming so close to getting you know New Zealand back into the HF's Division Two A. Are you at all a bit you know disappointed that it won't be happening you know during your playing tenure?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think that like I, like I said before, we've we've been knocking on the door for promotion for the last three or four years. Uh, what's really hurt us, I guess, is just just uh, being able to string five really strong performances together over the course of a week. Um, but uh, in saying that, you know, we, we did all we could in terms of um, trying to trying to achieve that goal. I've got no doubt that we will get there. I um, was, was hoping to get there this year, but unfortunately it is what it is, and that's, that's just the nature of sport. And hopefully the group will learn from that as they have from other years and, and um, come together even stronger uh, for next year.
0: Yeah, no, uh, obviously not making yourself available for Iceland 2020 means you're also not playing uh, in the Trans-Tasman Challenge Series this September against the Aussies. Uh, if you were able to make it down to Queenstown for those games, what do you think it would be like for you watching the boys from the stands instead of being out there on the ice with them?
1: Oh, I don't think it would be too difficult. I mean, to be fair, I um, didn't quite make the cut a couple of years ago um, for the for the. The Winter Games in Queensland, which was which was pretty tough, but gave me a chance to sort of reflect on um, where I was and what I still wanted to achieve, and gave me a little bit more drive to, to come back a bit um, a bit better the year after and, and make that uh, make that selection for World Champs last year. Um, so I don't think it'll be too difficult, um, you know, whether I'm playing or not. I'll, I'll certainly be um, one of the uh, number one Icebacks fans for sure, and just uh, you know rooting for the boys and you know, helping them any way I can in terms of their preparation and, and whatnot. But um, no, I don't, I don't think it'll be too difficult.
0: And of course, you know, you've got your brothers, Josh and uh, Ollie, who, you know, could still make the grade. I know Josh, the, he's probably seen his face plastered around a little bit lately with the... Uh, yeah, I saw all, that. Yeah, all the promotions. Poster so, boy, poster boy. Yeah, so he, he's kind of hoping he makes the cut this year. <laughs> so at least there's at least, you know, at least one hay should hopefully be in the Ice Blacks at some point.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, Oliver, you know, obviously he's coming up and growing into his role as a as a defenseman. He moved back from uh, you know f- from the forward position a couple of seasons ago, and he's growing into his role. Uh, I can, you know, if he, if he um, keeps up his commitment and and whatnot, I can see him being a, a pretty regular fixture on the on the Iceplex blue line for for a few more years to come for sure.
0: Nice. Now, I'm sure, you know, there must be plenty of special moments for you during those 70-plus double uh, HF games you've played with the Ice Blacks. Is there one that really stands out to you the most?
1: Yeah, there's been quite a few. I guess uh, maybe not so much moments, but maybe maybe collective tournaments and efforts that, we, um, that we've that um, we been through. One that sticks in my mind is, is 2007. Um, I think that's when we really turned a corner. Um, Jeff Bonazzo was the... Uh, the head coach that year, and we had a bit of a, a philosophy and a theme throughout the team that we were 100% Kiwi-made, and that just reflected the fact that uh, for the first time in in, in our history, uh, every single player on the roster was actually born in in New Zealand, and we thought that was pretty cool. Um, it certainly helped with our um, you know um, our identity and our culture and those sorts of things that we were trying to drive in the team. Yeah. Um, managed to win a gold medal in in Ireland, yeah. albeit it was Division Three, but Back then that was a, a big achievement for us and, and that's where I feel we turned a corner and the second one would probably be the, uh, the 2011 World Champs in Melbourne where we, uh, you know, after four or five years of uh, having the same core of, of younger players coming through together, we managed to string a pretty solid performance together in, um, in Melbourne. Um, came out with a silver medal in, in Division 2 which, uh, which was a big deal for us at that time. Um, uh, just individual moments would probably be um, I think it was 2013, we, um, we were losing to China and managed to get a couple of goals in the last minute from memory to sneak a, a victory over them, which was is, which is pretty special in terms of um, beating beating China. I think from memory that was the first time we'd ever... Oh, no, 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 it was the second, but uh, yeah, still pretty special. But yeah, there's plenty, plenty of memories that we could go through, but uh, those are the ones that certainly stick out.
0: And what about your, uh, do you recall your debut game for the Ice Blacks? Are you able to take us through, you know, that moment when you first put on the jersey for the first time?
1: Um, I know yeah. it's, it's
0: going back a bit.
1: <laughs> no, I, I do. It was actually uh, when the uh, Canadian Moose used to tour um, New Zealand and and play five or six games against the Ice Blacks in Auckland and Christchurch and Queenstown. Um, so it was a good chance. Back then it was just a national um, tournament there was no national league and uh, so it was a really good chance to blood some younger players and I got got a crack uh, I think I was just turned 18 um, and uh, so did debut against the uh, the Canadian moose and yeah I was, I was from memory I was pretty nervous uh, might have been packing myself a little bit but from memory we came away with the win so that was uh that was pretty cool and and then just to be part of the environment get a bit of a taste of, of what it was like and you know, back then there were plenty of senior guys around that um, you know um, gave up the game a while ago. But yeah, they were certainly helpful coming into the environment, and I certainly remember remember that anytime we have any any junior players coming in now and just trying to help them through. You know what they're what they're feeling, and and just just getting them in the right frame of mind to, to perform when we go to you know go to the world champs. You
0: sort of uh, you touched on the whole homegrown thing earlier, sort of back in like the two thousand seventeen. Oh. Uh, two thousand and seventeen sorry um of course now we've got people like you know Matt Schneider, Ryan Strayer who uh, have come to New Zealand and you know they've made it their home and now they're representing uh their new home country. What does it mean to you to sort of i guess see the caliber of those kind of international players come here and want to represent the black jersey
1: I think it's great uh, the fact that they that they're coming you know to new Zealand and, and a lot of the times they come here not 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 for any um by any means uh they're you know here for other you know lifestyle changes or those sorts of things and you know a couple of those instances I'm pretty sure uh, those players didn't even know that hockey existed down here but um <laughs> fortunate for for us they uh um decided to, to get involved and and go through the 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 required processes in terms of uh you know playing a certain amount of time and obviously gaining residency and, and citizenship and making themselves available for the uh for the national team i think that's i think that's great um i think the squad at the moment's got a really good um mixture of youth and experience uh and i, th- I think we're in a good position to push forward uh, in terms of achieving what we want to achieve going forward
0: now i guess uh you mentioned before you sort of struggled to crack the lineup a, a couple of years ago and i've heard some of the other guys say that it's t- it's you know tougher Uh, more than ever, it's tougher to crack that Ice Blacks roster these days. What does that say to you about, you know, New Zealand ice hockey's current talent pool available?
1: We, I think over the last few years, we've really developed our depth um, throughout the wider squad. Um, You know, it's, at the moment, there's probably, you know, 30, 35 guys that could certainly put their hand up and, you know, perform at world championships. And, uh, you know, the, the, I guess the uh, the issues we face in terms of you know costs and time away from work and family and those sorts of things you're always going to struggle to be able to take every single player that you want and I think that depth's really important. Mm. Um, you know, series like the Winter Games just give us um, you know another avenue to to develop. You know, particularly the junior talent coming through. So yeah, the depth's great. There's lots of competition. It's it's uh, for spots every year. Um, yeah, it's. It's certainly growing and, um, yeah, just, just really happy with, with where the squad's at at the moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, there's probably something that uh, some of the fans don't know about you is that you're actually, aside from playing, you're quite heavily involved these days, I guess, in the more, like, front office side of things. You know, you're a guy that, you know, obviously really cares about your team, the Botany Swarm. Is, is it a possible hockey career move for you there where fans see you move behind the bench as, say, a coach or, you know, a manager?
1: Yeah, I haven't really given that a whole lot of thought. I mean, we, um, you, you touched on it before, just around being involved in the office stuff, uh, for the front office stuff. Um, we have a, a board of directors for the swarm that um, have been meeting regularly over summer and trying to, um, the first priority was to fill uh, pretty much every single Position which was vacant at the end of last season, but yeah. we managed to uh, we managed to do that. Um, second priority was just around sponsorship and funding, and the third one was around securing um, our imports uh, on top of the local talent that we had. So we uh, we, did, we had a pretty successful off season, I think. Um, yeah, certainly enjoy it. Again, it's it's a um, something that um, yeah happy to consider um, in the future for sure.
0: Um, okay so obviously things are looking up with the Botany Swarm you mentioned that you had a very busy offseason filling in a lot of positions now the news of you stepping back from the game with the Ice Blacks doesn't mean you're done completely you've got unfinished business here with the Botany Swarm you've got your semi-final coming up against the West, against the West Auckland Admiral sorry for a chance to face the Stampede in the NZHL finals how do you prepare for a single elimination game like that?
1: Yeah, it's nice to be firstly, you know, back in the playoffs after a relatively long hiatus. Um, you know, I've had a few frustrating years, but uh, we've managed to um, to pull it together when it counts this year. So, uh, A, we're just really happy to uh, to be back in, the in, you know, knockout hockey. I, and just coming back to your question around how we prepare, I, I don't think we do anything too drastic or different. We just continue what we've been doing so far this year that seems to... Have worked reasonably well for us, so uh, not too many changes. There might be the odd um, adjustment here or there, like um, there is with any game. But uh, yeah, the boys certainly are excited for uh, you know for knockout hockey, and especially playing uh, at home against our uh, our crosstown rivals is is, is going to be a, a massive occasion.
0: And uh, this is, you know, the first season uh, as Swarm head coach for Michelle Cox. It appears like she's really turned this club around. I mean, you you guys weren't that far off last year, but this year it seems like Botany has just found, you know, a higher compete level. As the captain, you know, what difference do you think Michelle has made so far?
1: Yeah, I think just making sure that uh, the guys aren't slacking off. Uh, I think I mentioned last time Michelle's a, a pretty hard taskmaster in making sure that everybody's, a, understands their role, and B, does it to the best of their ability, um, which I think is really important when you're trying to trying to build a winning culture for a team. Mm. Uh, the guys have bought into that, um, you know, um, everything's for the greater good of the team. Um, no dickheads, all those sorts of things obviously go without saying. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just really inst- instilling a bit of belief in guys and, and a bit of confidence to back themselves and back their uh, their you know their skill set, their abilities, their experience, um, and collectively all just coming together to to you know work hard, compete every night, and and have a bit of fun.
0: And uh, I, I this might be jumping ahead a little bit, but I have to ask: if the Swarm, you know, were to do the thing this season, I'm not going to say what it is. Is that your NZHL playing career wrapped up as well? You think?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, I don't want to look. Too far forward into the future. Just try and concentrate on. Obviously, this got a got a big weekend coming out this weekend and, and next weekend. So, um, really, just concentrating on that. And you know, there's plenty of time over the summer to think about um, next season and what ifs and whatnot. But um, yeah, yeah, if 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 it is what it is, then um, yeah, I certainly have no regrets and pretty happy with with how it's all played out for sure.
0: Awesome man. Well, it's been you know such a pro- uh, privilege to watch you play. You know, getting to know you. While covering uh, New Zealand hockey over the last five or so years, I just want to wish you all the best, you know, for what is left of your NZHL playing days, whether this is the last season or you know you got a few more. Um, you know, I can't wait to see it, and you know, we wish you good luck against the uh, Admirals in next weekend's semi-final.
1: Yeah, no, I always appreciate it, Logan. Just shout out to uh, the Puck crew. You guys are awesome, in the way you covered, you know, covering the sport and giving us the exposure that we uh, that we need, and um, we've been crying out for. For a while, just, just, yeah, on behalf of the uh, the players and, and whatnot, just, yeah, big thanks to you guys for sure.
0: There you have it. Andy Hay hanging up the skates, at least for uh, international competition. 72 games with the Ice Blacks, most capped of all time. It's going to be sad to see him go, don't you think, Joe?
2: Ja? I'm still in a bit of shock. Um, you know, I just, uh, you sent me in the interview and you said, hey, I've got some, got some massive news that I need to, Need to tell you, Um, and I listened to it, and I was kind of—it was almost like um, I didn't believe it. It was like your favorite TV show getting cancelled or something like that. I was just (laughs) like, "What? No, this isn't real. What are you talking about?"
0: Oh, we can't ask—we can't ask for six seasons and a movie here. Yeah. Uh I mean he's he's been around a long time, Andy Hay. Yeah, fifteen fifteen years would you believe it? Uh representing New Zealand uh, you know, at the senior level. That's incredible. The fact that he kinda has had that, you know, longevity uh in his career. He's always kinda been a mainstay. He's a guy that, you know, the guys really lean on. He um mm. he helps bring in those new guys and sort of, you know, gets them, you know, acclimated toward towards, you know, the Ice Blacks environment. And, you know, he's just been such an outstanding figure. Um, You know, I mean, (laughs) the name is unanimous or synonymous rather with New Zealand hockey these days. So uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a big loss, but I mean, Hey, he's still going to be rolling with the botany swarm at least for now. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wasn't, he
2: wasn't, he wasn't uh, revealing anything more there. You tried to get it out of him, (laughs) but you also almost, almost jinxed things um, that he didn't want to talk about either. So um i guess it's i mean what can you say about him he's he's always been amazing with us especially and like helping with the podcast and being available for interviews and videos and like the piece that you um we shot with him with the reveal of the the new jersey and everything for the ice blacks um just an awesome dude great for the sport and hoping that you know his his playing career for the icebacks is has the curtains been drawn on it but hopefully that still means he's he'll be involved with the team on a kind of um assistant coaching level or something like that just involved in the team going forward because he's a great asset that the the sport in this country can't lose completely
0: oh yeah uh absolutely and i mean i guess you know family family is definitely important um i'm learning that, <laughs> you know, I, I got to start making more time for the wife and everything. And hockey can't always be number one as you, you know, as you start getting older, you're hitting your, your mid thirties, you're already there. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, no, awesome dude. Like you said, yeah, has always made time for us, but not just us. Um, you know, any New Zealand media that's kind of given, you know, New Zealand hockey time of day, uh, he's always stepped up. He's been great uh, on a few stories with uh, The Crowd Goes Wild, both as an Ice Black and uh, the captain of the Botany Swarm. Uh, played along with some, you know, <laughs> pretty questionable jokes by old buddy uh, Chris <laughs> Key. Um, that it was the Ice Blocks, not the Ice Blacks. And, you know, that he always was hiding an Ice Block in his pants. And, you know, he he went along with that kind of thing. And, you know, and rollerblading down Mission Bay with a, a mesh vest. You know, like... The dude's got a great sense of humor. He's all about, you know yeah, pushing the sport and everything. And yeah, he's definitely he's like an awesome role model, uh, you know, for the you know, the younger generation coming through. So I hope that they see that and I hope that they can uh learn something from his career. And
2: they the hay name lives on in the Ice as well. I know uh Josh is the uh as you said in the interview the poster child for the uh the trans series this year and, and Ollie's just going from strength to strength as a, uh, as a defenseman for the Ice Blacks, which I didn't know he was a forward and he's only just yeah. become a, yeah, I think he made fan. that
0: switch. Uh, I think might've been a couple of seasons ago and yeah, I kind of always saw him as a forward and then he's, he sort of made the switch and picked up, uh, you know, older brother Andy's trade there on the blue line. Um, yeah, interesting that Josh has kind of been the poster boy. He's only played a handful of games with the Botany Swarm. Uh, curious to see if he actually does get picked for that Winter Games series. I mean, he messaged us and was like, "Hey, uh, yeah, see my face is everywhere. Kind of hope I get
2: picked." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want a Jimmy Neesham in the 2015 Cricket World Cup situation, where he was on all of the posters <laughs> pre World Cup and then didn't make the squad.
0: Uh, but how crucial was he this year? Uh what a comeback! I know. Love anyway, Jimmy. this is not this is not
2: a cricket podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sorry about that. I mean, uh, we <laughs> yeah we derailed it for a few weeks with the cricket World Cup. But uh, Andy, has th- you know, thanks so much for always taking the time to chat with us. Um, yeah, great guy, and I'm sure we'll see you around the place. You know, you not being in the ice blacks doesn't mean we're not going to be seeing you uh, at all. And he's, you know, he's got a great mind for hockey, not just on the ice, but also the way things should be running. So yeah, Mm. who knows? You might see him in a GM spot someday because I I definitely think he could do that kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a great New Zealander. Absolutely. Great New Zealander. Uh, With that, we'll wrap up the podcast for the week. Uh, Thanks for listening everybody. Yeah. Big news for the week next week. Who knows how we can even top this, to be honest. Um, I am doing a crossover episode with uh, one of the guys from the Fifth Liners podcast uh, here in Australia. Um, so we might jimmy that, that basically it's a cross-release and we're kind of, you know, comparing the Australian League and the New Zealand League. And, um, you know, the, the New Zealand League, yeah, we bitch and moan about it. The Aussies, they they do the same. We're, we're kind of just, we're like each other. We're big brother, little brother, you know? <laughs>
2: Yeah, those guys are looking for the puckier bump. That's what they're looking for. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> I think they get a few more listens than us. Uh, slightly bigger market, um, Australia than New Zealand. But hey, uh, thanks everyone for you know listening, and tuning in, subscribing to the podcast. You know wherever it's uh, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. hit us up on Facebook and Instagram, and you know we'll uh, we'll be back next week. See ya. Puck Yeah, it's New Zealand's home for hockey. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favourite podcast app for the latest episodes. Follow the
2: team on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter
1: at Puck yeah, NZ. And for your fix of hockey news, go to PuckYeah.NZ.